Hi gorgeous, this is episode number 79 and I am so excited to have the wonderful Rashan Renee back on the show. Hello everyone, it's Rashan Renee and I'm here with the magnificent Christine Schlosky with Heart Sales Podcast. We are so happy you're here. Yay! I'm so excited that Roshan is back on the show today. And, you know, we had such a great conversation about self-honoring choices. And today we are even going to go deeper. Why it is so important that you stay in your truth and how this will actually make a big impact and effect on your business. Before we start into the episode, I would love to invite you to sign up for the Empowerment Notes. This is basically my weekly love note to my tribe where I share the latest podcast news, where I also share things that are moving and shaking me and my life, what I have learned um, and some really, really great advice that will help you to be empowered. So let's dive into the next episode with Rashan Renee, who is on a mission to reach 111 million people. And when that happens, she says the number increases exponentially and then there will be a shift in awareness in which learning our real truth and living powerfully will become the global paradigm. And a life of delight will be our constitution for living. I just love that. Who doesn't want a life of delight? Rishan is the author of 44 Hours and 21 Minutes, A Woman's Truth and Power. And I just loved the book. So I highly recommend you checking it out. If you have anything in your life where you might be neglecting your decisions to please someone or to think that by doing it, you will be liked or loved more. Um, Rishan is also the co-author of Notes of My Younger Self, Volume 2, and the founder of Real Truth International. She is a communicator of the personal development process that uncalls life and creates your life of delight, the life you are meant to live. So let's dive right in. Well, I am so super excited to have Rishan back today for the second interview. Welcome to Heart Cells. Oh, thank you, Christine. I'm so happy to be here for part two. I so enjoyed part one. I couldn't wait to be back. Yeah, me too. And you shared so such a deep knowledge and, and understanding and your truth of how people can make sales for so much more ease by being who they truly are at their core, by making those self-honoring choices. So if you haven't listened, gorgeous, make sure you tune into the episode before and you take that wisdom in. So today we're going to continue our wonderful conversation. And I would be really interested to figuring out what was the first thing that you ever sold? Uh, homes. That was the first thing I ever sold. Right? Do, do you remember the very first sale you, you've made? I do. <laughs> how, how did it feel? I, actually, I just drove by it not so long ago. 
Oh, wonderful. <laughs> How did it make you feel? Uh, I felt powerful. Mm. And I felt like I could do anything. That's how I felt. Yeah. And what was amazing about that is, and I really do mean amazing. I didn't know anything about anything. I said, I'm going to go into real estate. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be really great at it. And in the other interview, remember I said that at a certain point, you know, you can just take all the steps and, you know, you can have success. You don't have to know anything about yourself. You just take the steps and success will happen. It's just it doesn't have any longevity. So I did the first sale, not knowing anything about anything. It was referred to me by a friend and I did a really great job. And I was so pleased because I felt like I was giving the people that bought the house and the people that sold the house their dream. It, it was everything to me. Mm. Fast forward, after that sale, not very much happened because I really did not know what I was doing at all. And when I said in the previous interview that I would go up and I would go down, I would go up and I would go down. And I was like, am I really supposed to be doing this? And then I'll just be a consultant and I'll refer people to, um, for sales and purchases. And it would always do that up and down, up and down, up and down. I didn't have any consistency until I really learned me. And then when I learned me, the consistency and the elevation started really happening. Hmm. So what would you recommend to a person that's listening right now and they think, okay, well, I can do that. I've heard it in different ways and forms that, you know, I need to trust and I need to follow that inner guidance um, and then things will start to become better, right? And they are on that, well, climbing the mountain, so to speak. Um, and now they get intrigued and they make a choice that might not be self-honoring. Can you talk a little bit about the effects that this will have. Oh, yes, I can. <laughs> so let me just say, when you start making choices that aren't self-honoring, hear me, wonk, wonk, wonk. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. So this is... But it might not seem that important. You know, it's just gonna, this little I'm gonna choice. You, I'm gonna t it's the slippery slope, Christine. It's the slippery slope. So this is what happens. Let's say you make a choice. Oh, since we all have relationships, may I use an analogy of a relationship? Well, okay. with, you know, with a client, it's a relationship. It's a relationship, exactly. So this is how it goes. Your client asks you a question and you don't want to hurt their feelings. So you fudge the answer. 
because you don't want to hurt their feelings. Okay. And you say to yourself as the coach, well, that was good because I didn't hurt their feelings. But inside of yourself, you feel a little like, "Mm, just not right because you don't want to be a liar. And even though you call it fudging, it's a lie. And this person is opening themselves up to you to guide them to have an impact on their life. So you've just made a deposit of a lie into them and you have also lied and dishonored yourself. But it seems like nothing because it was just one little thing not to hurt their feelings. Okay. A couple of days later, the client asks you another question that's based upon the question that they had asked in your previous session. Well, this time, the lie has to get just a little bit bigger to cover and to make them feel good about what you said before. And you don't feel good about it. And you say to yourself, well, it's okay. They're my client. I'm helping them get to another point. Now, three or so weeks have passed. And over this time, in each conversation, you're having to make an adjustment inside yourself for the initial little bitty lie that you told. And now you're not feeling good about it. You're not feeling good about yourself. You're starting to have almost a little bit of a resentment or an anxiety each time you know you're going to have that client session because now you've diminished a part of who you are. And you don't know why you're not feeling good because you aren't consciously thinking of this, but you don't feel good about yourself. Okay. You finish your contractual agreement with the client, but it didn't end well where you feel elated when you finished and nor does the client feel you did a moderate job for them. So when they give you the feedback, that's the feedback that they give you. You don't feel good about it. Fast forward, a month or so passes. Now you have a new client. The new client is talking to you and you find yourself automatically going into a lie that's unnecessary or saying the words. We don't even have to call it saying words that aren't accurate so that they will like you and do business with you. You don't see the damage that it's causing at that moment. Fast forward to now we're like three months from the initial story that you told. And you go and you look in your mirror and you just aren't feeling good about yourself. And you're not feeling good about your coaching practice. And you're wondering why you're waking up feeling dread that you're going to have to talk to your clients that day instead of the joy you were feeling prior that first crack that you made. Wow. And so what has happened is you have gone wonk, wonk, wonk 
Because once you start the choices that aren't self-honoring, once you start it, unless you just put a hard stop in it, meaning every time you hear yourself about to make that choice, you pause, ask yourself, wait, is this what I want to do? Is this who I am? Is this who I want to be? Until you do that, you're on the slippery slope. It's like when you're skiing. When you're skiing and you're getting ready to fall, you can't stop yourself. You're going down until the momentum stops you from the fall. When you start making choices that are not self-honoring, it is habitual and it's unconsciously habitual until you get to a point that you've stopped yourself and you're like, oh my gosh. And either you stop yourself because all of a sudden you're starting to feel pain and shame and discomfort, or you stop yourself because someone calls you out on it. It's not good. It's no bueno. Mm. And it's how all of us, and let me be in the first of the line, the first person when I say the all of us, can put ourselves in such a situation that we have no idea was ever coming. I put myself in a situation once upon a time in a relationship with a man who first date, I knew it wasn't right. First date, first, 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 first date. But I had a second date, third date for until the point that we were living together. And then what happened in the dynamic of that was wonk, wonk, wonk. Yeah. I always say to people to have a look at the ripple effect in both directions, right? Because going down that slope, like having that customer who isn't a hundred percent happy, like what else happens? Well, they do not refer you. Exactly. That's right? where they, I was going with this next. Mm -hmm. They don't bring, they don't bring your friend, their, their friends or um, business partners so in the positive way, you know, you're opening up that space, mm -hmm. even though if you are learning to trust yourself more and to make those choices, which, as you said, it's not always easy. It's not. It's like, to, yeah. Yeah. So on the other side, and thank you for saying that, because that is the truth. On the other side of that, you won't get any referrals not only will you not get any referrals, you got the moderate review from them. So when people are talking to them about their coaching, they're not, and your name comes up, it's not going to be in a positive light. Um, but on the other side of that, if you were to say to that initial client that you felt like you needed to tell that story to, right? If you would have said to them, you know, I'm going to pretend like you're my client, you know, Christine, I'm not going to answer that question at this moment because this isn't the time for me to answer that question. So what we're going to do is you're the coach and then you come back to them at a time where you know they have the emotional and psychological fortitude to hear the truth and then you give them the answer. That's how it works. And then when you tell them, you know, when you asked me that question weeks ago, the reason I didn't answer it is because, do you know how far up you just went on, to, uh, on their level of respect and regard for you? 
Do you know that they're going to tell everyone that they know? Well, you know, she's a straight shooter. She's not going to hold any punches, but oh my gosh, is she dynamic? Oh my gosh, has my life changed? Oh my gosh, I'm seeing myself in a completely different way. Oh my gosh, if I ever need coaching, she's always who I'm going to. And I just refer my mother, my cousin, my aunt, because everyone needs to have some of her in their life. That's what you want to hear. And you heard it in an uncomfortable moment, you know? And, And it's even, it's like when you are, I'll tell a personal story that this was such a hard thing for me to do. It was so hard. I had butterflies in my stomach. I, who enjoy speaking, my throat was constricted because I didn't want to say what I needed to say, right? And I had this lovely woman in front of me and um, as she's sitting across from me, oftentimes I will start um, a conversation with let's just have a coming together and I will invite the individual to put their hands in my hands and I'll speak an affirmation or I'll say, let's have a prayer or depending on what their level of understanding is and how they accept those things. I frame it for them because it's for them and for me, but I accept all my modalities of loving, call it prayer, call it affirmation, call it declaration statements. So she says to me, are we getting ready to have a prayer? And I was like, yes. But in addition to us having a prayer, what I'm holding your hand for is because this is a moment of courage for me. And while I'm praying, I'm asking for the courage to communicate what I need to communicate. I was so scared to do it, but I knew it was necessary. And so when I did it, which was having to let her go from my employment, instead of us, her leaving and me having hard feelings about her, her heart having heart feelings about me. At the end of the communication, she hugged me. She cried and said, I don't know that I've had anyone give me as much love as you've just given me while telling me something I don't want to hear, but I feel the love. And I know, she said, and I know how powerful I am and that I will do greater things. That's almost a direct word for word quote. And Mm -hmm. I just let her go from my employment. And the way that that happened was when you tell someone the truth, they feel it. So what I had to say to her is, and this is for anyone that's listening, when you have to say something difficult, you can share with the person how difficult it is. I had to share with her, this is a moment of courage for me because it's not what I want to do because I cared for her as an individual. I knew her not being in our employee was not was going to have an impact financially on her life. I felt a sense of responsibility for that. And I knew she couldn't work with us anymore. Mm. So what I had to say is either I've hired the wrong person or I didn't train you in a way 
that is necessary for the fulfillment of what needs to have happen, what needs to happen. And maybe it was something in between, but whatever it is, it's not working for us. And I explained to her how capable she is. And I gave her a list of all the wonderful things that she has done and had done for us in our employment yeah. while, while she was an employee. That's and smart. then I reflected back to her the things she had done in her life. So two days ago, just two days ago, I get a beautiful text message from her communicating a new job she has, how powerful she feels, how great it was working for us, all the things she learned, and on and on and on, right? It was so long, it really should not have been a text. It's one of those text messages, is really an email, right? But it was so beautiful. And I'm saying that to say, as your audience is listening to this, when you make a self-honoring choice, it's not always easy, but it will so reveal to you who you really are beyond the conditioning. Because how we're all conditioned is make someone feel good. You want to make them feel good. Don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And in our business, we need our clients because they are the monetization of what helps us do what we want to do in our life. Mm. Yeah, I just love your example because it shows a beautiful way of selling as well because you had to sell your idea, your feelings to her in an authentic way, not making her, you know, not just saying something nice and then kind of getting her out of the way. And as entrepreneurs, it is so important because we sell both sides we are selling to the people that are working to us a vision, right? We are selling them where we want to go and how things are going to work and there are certain expectations. So mm -hmm. I feel it is as important those, to have those communication than having them with our clients to interview them to check if we want to take them on board. So oh, thank 100%. you for example. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So you what, all go ahead. Yeah, what what could you share with the audience to to round this beautiful second um, episode off? <laughs> because I mean, we could go on for hours and hours. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with you. We could. Um, I would say how you want to contribute in, in a similar way to how we ended our first one. It's really about how you want to contribute to their life and how you want to contribute to your life, right? So I look at, well, let me say, I think the biggest gift we can give ourselves is to show ourselves how powerful we are and how courageous we are. So what that means is like shine your light magnificently, like shine, shine, shine. Don't be afraid to be too big. Don't be afraid to be too bold. Don't be afraid to ask for what you want. Don't be afraid of any of that. And when you hear others saying, 
well, who does she think she is? She's so bold. She's always asking for when you hear those things, you know you're on the right path. And yeah. you can lovingly say, um, yes, I am bold because I've come here to contribute a lot. Yes, I do have a lot of requests because it is my preference to make a difference in my client's life. It's my preference to make a difference in my family life. It's my preference to make a societal shift, right? So, and that all comes through you honoring you. So as you move into or continue your business of sales, I say just shine dynamically, show yourself beautifully. And in those little parts of yourself that may feel uncomfortable, that may not feel so bold, so courageous, don't know how to ask, look at them and just continue moving forward. Mm. That's what I Love it. I just love it. And you are giving a full chapter of your beautiful book away uh, of the 44 hours and 21 minutes. Yes, and um, yes. I'm going to definitely put that on the show notes. So make sure you hop on over to christineschlonsky.com and um, I will link um, to your book and also to where people can find you so they can connect and um, yeah, be in that powerful space. Thank you. Tell them we're going to give them chapter four so they'll remember 44 hours and 21 minutes. And I don't even know what chapter four is, but I just decided chapter four. Okay. It's chapter four. It's a self-honoring choice. That's what came through. <laughs> so it's chapter four. Thank you so much for having been on the show, Rishan. I so appreciate that. And thank you for sharing, um, yes, all the wisdom um, with the audience today. Thank you, beautiful lady. I'm so happy to be here. And to your audience, thank you for listening. And please take this into your heart. Let it move into your mind and make the choices that are going to create the life of delight that you desire. Mm, beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. What a great second episode with Rishan Renee. I just love how she has taken that path and how bold and courageous she is to share what has happened in her life, the ugly um, truth and how she was able to turn that around by making these self-honoring choices to really create a life of delight. And it's beautiful to have leaders in the world like she is so that we can be inspired and motivated and also we can see it is all possible. So I hope you are inspired. You are going for self-honoring choices, no matter where those choices need to be made and to really uplift yourself and um, your business by going for your real truth so you can live powerfully. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm always so excited that you are here. Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you do not miss a single episode. And for all the show notes, the transcripts, the resources, the links to Rashan to connect with her on social, to get to her book, they're all at christineschlonsky.com slash podcast or you go to christineschlonsky.com and find the Heart Sells Podcast tab and there's everything just one click away. 
while you're over at christineschlonsky.com, make sure you sign in to the empowerment notes. That means you get once a week uh, my empowerment notes into your inbox where I will share with you the latest updates on the podcast as well as great tips and tricks and advice and also what I'm up to, what happened for me, what my learnings are so that I can share with you and also inspire you to live the life of your dreams and to really follow your heart. So thank you for being here. Have a wonderful day wherever you are. And I'm saying bye for now.